Hey, are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or professional? If so, we want you to apply to be a featured guest on our show. My name is Adam Torres, and I host the Mission Matters series of podcasts. I've recorded over 3,000 episodes, and we are just getting started. How do you know if you'd be a good guest to be on the show? Well, only one way to find out, and that's to apply, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We want guests to have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Innovation Podcast, your source for all things innovation. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, today I have Ranjan Dharmaraja on the line. He's CEO and Chief Technologist over at Quantrax. Ranjan, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Good to be here. So, Ranjan, I'm excited to get into today's topic. So, 25 years of AI and debt collection. I mean, you've been a, definitely a pioneer in this industry over at Quantrax Corporation. I mean, over 30 years in business and going strong. Um, maybe just to get us kicked off in our overall discussion, I think it'd be it'd be helpful maybe if we just start with a little bit of a primer for those who are not familiar with the term. So, tell us a little bit more about artificial intelligence. Um, yeah, let's keep it simple. Artificial intelligence, uh, let's start with what, what's uh, natural intelligence. That's what uh, you and I have. And then we've got uh, artificial intelligence, which is where a machine, or you program a machine uh, to do some of those things that we humans do. So we've got uh, the natural intelligence and artificial intelligence. And uh, we've been over the years, it's, it's been around for a very long time, it's just in the last few years that we've been using it for more visible, practical things in real life. And uh, when, uh, just to throw a little technical term in, when we take artificial intelligence and uh, use it in business and write computer programs to do things that human do, humans do in business, we call those systems expert systems because they're basically mimic, mimicking human experts. So that's basically what... AI is about very simple, high level of and, and I love it because it, what it, and what it's not is it's not you know the Terminator movies or it's not the I, I just always have to bring that up because I, I you know sometimes it gets a bad rep but it, to me when I think of AI it's just something that it's making our our lives better it's making you know um, functionality it's saving expenses it's doing a lot of things computations just doing things that humans necessarily couldn't do and it's saving an enormous amount of time and making um, making certain industries much more productive and um, and profitable also for you know, consumers and otherwise and creating better products in time. Um, so maybe let's go a little bit more into, into contracts and tell us in the history of AI and what that looks like. Because as you said, you know, this has been around for this in technology and it's been around for a long time, but now we're just hearing the buzzword a little bit more. And so now it's a little bit media more so it's on people's radar. But tell us a little bit more about the history of it um, in relation to contracts. Right. Going back to something you just talked about, when, when, when machines do, can replace human experts, I mean, that basically goes back to AI. 
And what we try to do is the collection business. You can probably, you've seen pictures of call centers. You've got these hundreds of people sometimes uh, trying to collect money from people. And uh, their job is to make a phone call, find the right person, and then ask them for money. And you know, most of them do it extremely well. Uh, but that's, it's easy when you're trying to manage, you know, 10,000 accounts. But what happens when you're trying to manage a million accounts? It gets a little more difficult. How often do you call people? Uh, you know, make sure you call them at the right time. Uh, the volumes can be extremely big. You don't realize uh, when we were writing checks, this was uh, probably 20 years ago, there were uh, 2 million bad checks written a day. And there's somebody who collect money at some point. So that's what we try to do. So to keep the consumer happy, to make sure you're doing the right things, you're calling them at the right time, not calling them too many times, uh, you give them the right information. Sometimes the consumer has not one account, but seven accounts, and you've got to talk intelligently about all of those. So there's a lot of work to be done. That's the consumer side. Then you've also got this the, the collection agencies, that's what they're called. They've got to manage their people. They've got to pay their people. They've got to make sure that they follow the rules. The collection is a very regulated business. So there are rules as to what time you can call people, how many times, like I said, you can call them, uh, what you can say to them, how you represent yourself, and you know, don't give them misleading information. We hear a lot of the negative stuff, but it's a very well-run regulated business. So we basically said this is an ideal business for intelligence mm -hmm. uh, and artificial intelligence, how you manage those accounts. So we set out, this was before anybody had even talked of AI. This is actually 30 years ago that wow. we said, let's ground up. Yeah, that's a long time, isn't it? No, it's let's amazing. Ground, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ground up, build this thing and see what way it goes. So it was funny, we went to uh, about five companies we knew and said, hey, what if we did this? We'll build software that will think and uh, replace some of your human management and help these agents do a better job. And they were like, oh, wow, that'll be great. And uh, we, we went ahead and, and, and put that together. And we built a system and uh, in a few years, we, didn't, we actually didn't have salespeople at the time, didn't want it. Uh, we, we managed to get this thing going very, very quickly. And uh, it's been, it's funny because we kind of stayed under the radar. We didn't tell anybody about this because it's not easy when you don't even talk about it uh, for people to, you know, learn about it and so on. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. But we were helped by, by lots of real life things happening. Uh, do you probably remember, uh, do you remember, it was 13 years ago that IBM built a supercomputer that took on uh, uh, reigning, uh, reigning uh, chess champion. Mm -hmm. and beat him. That was the first time, 13 years ago. Then more recently you heard of the Jeopardy, uh, IBM took on two Jeopardy champions, remember that, mm -hmm. that story? Mm -hmm. And beat them? Yeah, so that was computers built by... So that's artificial intelligence. It, it's all over. I mean, everything. You get robots in Japan that come and feed you, free, uh, feed you food and take your orders. That's AI. Uh, Expedia who does you know, travel things that you travel agent years ago. That's, that's all AI. So it, we were helped some of this thinking, and now we really help with, you know, driverless cars and uh, some of the things you see, you know, Uber. I mean, is there AI in Uber? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Uber replaced their dispatchers with a intelligent little 
thing that runs on your phone. Think about it. So absolutely, that's it. I get excited about this. As you can see, it's it's, it's no, and, so and, and it's an exciting no, it's an and it's an exciting topic. I mean, it's awesome, and I want to get into so what makes your like the your your software intelligent? Like, what makes that what's that borderline that makes it going? You know, what makes it intelligent and efficient? Like, just obviously, you know, there's only so much we can unpack in a 15 minute episode on a podcast, or even if we have 15 hours. I mean, we could talk about it all day, but. Like, what is kind of just one of those unique things that make, you know, your software and what you're doing over at Quantrax unique? Right. So go back to that word intelligence. For something to be intelligent, it's got to be able to behave like human beings, right? So if I give you, you know, 100,000 accounts to collect, how, how do you collect those? You've got to look at those accounts. You've got to make decisions on them. Uh, we, in some cases, when the accounts are old, you really collect a very small percentage of it. And these companies get paid only if they collect. So they don't want to waste time on their own stuff. So what what a human being would do is very quickly be able to figure out who's likely to pay and who's not likely to pay. And they would then use that information. There's genuine reasons people you know cannot pay. So what the intelligence was to be able to look at very large volumes of information and decide hey, let's do this with this account and let's do that with that account. Mm. Uh, for example, what if I find out that Adam is better at collecting accounts from men who are in their 30s and women who are over 40? Is that possible? Absolutely. Mm. Uh, it's saying that uh, the best uh, debt collector is, uh, say, a southern female uh, for some reason, right? But if you can identify these things, now you can make intelligent decisions. But human beings are going to find it difficult to do that. You can do that on, you know, 10 times a day, but to do it 100 times a day, every single day, and do it the same way. That's difficult. So you get the idea. We, we took all these things that humans do and said, let a machine do it. I mean, and you, you got, for example, we don't uh, have humans check your credit today. If you go somewhere and try to get the credit application, that's in seconds by your machine. So we took the same thing, everything a human being does in debt collection. You know, when to next call a person, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what type to send out? Uh, hey, I'm, I'm talking to people in Florida, for example, and I want to send, they don't pay their bill, you try to call them and they're not there. So I request a letter to go out. I've, I've been trained to say, send this letter out to this person. And it says, I called you, I couldn't get a hold of you, it's important to call this office. Now in Florida, think about it, I've got a lot of Spanish people, Spanish-speaking people, I'm sorry. So, what in, in, it would be intelligent for the agent to do exactly the same thing. They always request the same letter, but the software is smart enough to say, hey, I know this person speaks Spanish. Mm. We, we've told the system. Agent has said, hey, this person speaks Spanish. Wouldn't it be nice if the software said, hey, I know you requested this letter in English, but I'm going to spend the Spanish version out. So that's, that's another simple example of, of you know, basic intelligence. So you can, you can think of so many things that you can do in, in, in debt collection, uh, similar to that, that is software more intelligent. And basically, I mean, human beings are good at certain things, and they're not very good at things, right? We, we're not, right? we were not there to remember 17... I mean, this is 
the business is full of rules. You cannot do certain things in Michigan. You've got to be licensed. The person who's calling has to be licensed in Tennessee, wherever it is, to do work yeah. in that area. You should not you should not call into this city on certain days of the month, uh, certain days of the year, because they've got a special holiday there. How do you remember all those things? You cannot. Wow. That so that is an example of machine thinking. We've got to build all this. So it's a perfect job when you have lots of rules. Uh, experts are expensive, and you've got high volume. Those are the circumstances on, under which AI uh, really has a place. So debt collection with its high volume was ideally suited for uh, an AI solution. Wow, that's awesome, Ranjan. And I'll tell you what, you gave me quite an education today. And, uh, you know, and the fact that you were thinking about this, you know, 30 years ago is, is amazing, in my opinion. I think it's awesome. And I can, I can see, you know, it's one of the great reasons why your business is successful. Um, you know, pretty ahead of the curve there. That being said, Ranjan, so if somebody is listening to this, so final question, two-part question. So if somebody is listening to this and they want more information, um, number one, on, on, on contracts and how to connect with you and your team, number one, um, what types of businesses are typically a good fit to work with you and your team? And number two, how do they connect with you? Uh, thank you for that. Uh, we, uh, Like I said, it's more important to educate people on this subject because even though everybody knows about debt collection, uh, AI is a whole different thing. So our target market is uh, debt collectors, obviously. Uh, there's over 3,000 collection agencies in this country. And they go after, you know, older accounts. Uh, when, when a company cannot collect, they send it to a collection agency. Uh, then it's also becoming fashionable for you to send accounts before they get too old to a company that specializes in this to, to collect this earlier, uh, you know, usually at a lower fee. And uh, then you've got, and that's called third-party debt collection, because the, the, the company that the creditor is sending the money to a third party. The second market, obviously, is the creditor themselves, the first parties. So, I mean, everybody, the banks, uh, the, the credit card companies, the uh, hospitals, the insurance companies, they all have some kind of in-house collection operation to go after the accounts that, you know, are 30 days late before it gets gets too old. So that's another market as well. They have very high volume. So any actually anybody who collects debt is a candidate for our software. I mean, not if you're a small mom and pop shop that decides to give credit to your, your local neighborhood. That's not a good fit, but you know, you've got to have some high volume. So that is, that is our ideal client. Primarily we service collection agencies, but like I said, we're open to anyone who's, uh, who, who, gives out credit. Uh, the way to contact us, uh, the company is Quantrax, and the website is Quantrax, Q-U-A-N-T-R-A-X dot com. Uh, that's our primary communication channel. We've tried to educate people there and companies and uh, tells us how tells you how to contact us. And we'd be glad to uh, uh, teach you a little bit about uh, what we've done over the years. Perfect.
Well, Ron, really appreciate you coming on the show today and giving us all a lesson on AI and how it's uh, how it's affected the debt collection agency and our industry, and also all the great work that you're doing over at Quantrax. So thank you for that, and to the audience as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. And if you're a first time listener, don't forget hit that subscribe button. We'd love to have you be a return listener. Um, we've got a lot of other great guests coming up for you soon. Um, so feel free to again hit that subscribe button. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Innovation, definitely hit that subscribe button. But also leave us some comments in the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Ranjan, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you very much, Adam. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks.